Well, a very busy day three at the BBC Good Food Show Summer, uh, and I'm looking out of the windows at the studio here now, and there's people peering in because sat in front of me, I'm delighted to say, is the brilliant Gennaro Cantaldo. Gennaro, welcome to the NEC. Thank you very much. <laughs> I must feel the father of the Good Food Show. Uh, it's such a joy to be here. Also, to demo is incredible because for so many years, I remember, God knows how many years I was one of the first one, you know, to be here in Birmingham, BBC Good Food Show. There was so many people alike today. Today is some fantastic people, and I really enjoyed every, every, every year, sometimes a couple of times a year. So I used to come up with Antonia, which uh, it was a joy as well, yeah. by myself. Yes, I saw what has been through quite a lot, you know, through all this year. How many years altogether now? Oh, good question. I don't know. I don't know. It's oh, God, I was it? quite a young boy. Uh, yeah, and I missed it for nearly two and a half, three years because we had the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. And when they asked me, would you like to come to the BBC Good Food Show? I said, Yes. <laughs> Just bring a memory back. So what did you do during lockdown? Because I know you're always very busy, but what did you do when, when the government said you can't go out? Well, I used to still used to go out for my exercise, mm -hmm. so that was no trouble. I live in London, and uh, I live uh, uh, in a town. Well, it's not in a town. It's Walton Store, the village, and there is... Epping Forest there, so I used to go up to the forest, yeah. walk, and then I used to go home, we used to cook in, and uh, lots of social, uh, posted out on Instagram, uh, on YouTube, or wherever, so, in a way I was working every single day, yeah. but nothing stopped, yeah. working on a new book, so, you know, that was a good time, and I had stuff for delivery to me, which, you know, all the green grass, the meat men, uh, you know, everybody else, uh, you know, you ask whatever. And also, there was shopping. You could do shopping, and there was good stuff. Uh, it was very close. It was, uh, yes, be together. Yeah. You uh, know, surely when you used to go out the door, you know, you have to be covered like an astronaut going on the moon. You know, I remember at the beginning, I, had to, I wear these gloves, you know, this mask, another mask on top, a hood, you know, just my jacket tied me up. And in the winter time it was freezing cold, and then in the summer it was hot. My hat, my sorry, my hand. My English is so bad. <laughs> it's <laughs> my, a whole lot better my, than my Italian, you know. <laughs> my hand, you know, it was so stuff to get crusting on it because, you know, I had to wash my hands every five minutes, and uh, you know, you, if you see somebody, you can't really talk. You know, they have to be talked the other side of the road. Uh, in a way, the lockdown it was bad, really, really bad, really bad. But in a way, they put everybody together again. We shared those quality of a family, which uh, not lost, but you know, you sit on a table again, like with everybody else. You're talking about the story, you know, when I was doing, when I was there, what I was doing. So I find is like to go back, which I don't remember, you know, 1900, let's put 900, can say 800, sit everybody by the fire, because there was no TV, there was no radio, which I can't live without TV and radio myself. 
and uh, and you know uh, be together yeah it's interesting you mentioned that because I was talking to somebody yesterday and we were talking about the British love affair with Italian food and and how the bit that we miss in the UK is that communal eating, which is a big thing in Italy, isn't it? A big bowl of pasta in the middle of the table and it everybody is. sits around. And, and we don't sort of do that in the same way in the UK. Yeah, some, some they do it, yeah. you know, some they do it. But it's beautiful because you sit on a table with everybody, you know. Table is an altar. It is an altar. You have to be like that. On a table... You say, oh, your trouble, what's happening? You speak to your family, you make business, you do, you know, you're talking about people, uh, you know, uh, what can I say, divorce, fall in love. Uh, on the table is, is, is the altar, which is the community gets together and you share your goodness, your badness, and you share your memory and you share the food, of course, the food. You eat them on a table and you discuss about what is about, what we're going to do in tomorrow. Uh, yes, it's a little bit lost. Uh, in a way, I still find that uh, in many parts still exist. Uh, and the lockdown helped it to get her together again. Yeah. And now, I believe, you know, people really want to stay home again and they want to do the exactly the same like uh, what they used to be the, when there was the lockdown, but without the COVID. So they still will have the freedom to go out. Now, you're here at the show cooking on the Italian kitchen, which is fantastic. Um, and you're focusing here um, using lemons, Italiatelli limoni. Yes. Now, Gennaro's limoni is, is the is book, it? isn't it? it? Is and I'm hardly surprised it's lemons because you come from the Amalfi Coast, don't you? The yes, Amalfi lemons are, are superb. Tell me about this... this passion you've got for, for fruit in, in cooking? Well, if you think properly, you know, try. there is no household which you don't have lemons. Lemon is not just for gin and tonic. <laughs> you know, the lemons are there, there everywhere. Whatever you cook, whatever you do it, there is a lemon. Oh, I'll have a lovely fresh lemonade. It's very hot in the summer, you know, lemonade will refresh you. Oh, I've made this lovely fish. My God, you need a little squeeze of lemon and extra virgin olive oil on top. Oh, I made this lovely mushroom saute. Let's squeeze a bit of lemon on top. Oh, let's make a lemon cake. That is fantastic. Let's make a granite of lemon. Lemon is everywhere. And nobody talking about it. So, hopefully, going wrote a book about lemon. And because I can almost say I was born on a lemon tree, because where I come from is lemon everywhere, but lemons are proper lemons, not the one we find around. What's the difference? Because people will say, oh, I've seen, you know, Amalfi lemons, and you get them over here, and they're really expensive, but the ones I get from the supermarket are okay. What is the difference, Gennaro? Well, Amalfi lemon, it is, uh, how can I say, it's not an aggressive lemon like any other lemons you have. Is the skin you can even the skin to the skin the oil inside the skin is so beneficial it is incredible and when you eat the lemon is inside I said before is no aggressive it is pleasant as well and uh, and it's full of everything you name all the vitamin in the world the lemon has why Amalfi lemon special I'll tell you why first of all the lemon is not Italian. And never that, you know, especially the Amalfi lemon, everything, it comes from different countries. The Roman brought them along, 
you know, Romans together like that. And they plant it, they're growing, and they used to use it as well. Uh, Amalfi Coast, because people believe that it's just the sea uh, and the sun and a bottle of wine and ice cream. But that is not. But it's that sounds good to me. <laughs> and that is good. But we are full of mountains, you know. The mountains, they're full of water. Every single village in Amalfi Coast is called a tarrant, like a small river. Mm. Uh, it's called, so when you actually you plant the lemons on a terrace, the terrace... They are made of stone on top of the stone and then a whole earth inside. And these mix with pumice, uh, yeah. uh, volcanic soil pumice, and also the earth. And then you plant in a lemon tree there, and the lemon tree stays there. The lemon needs lots and lots of water. The mountain of the Amalfi Coast, they have plenty, plenty water. Incredible. Everyone has got their own water. So filter through those rocks, the mineral goes through those those earth where the terrace where the lemon goes, the sea, the breeze of the sea, a little bit of saltiness which kisses the lemon. The sun every morning abrasy. What is about the lemons? I told you. I think you've just become an ambassador for the Amalfi Coast Tourist Board. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic description. So how are you using lemons in what you're cooking here at the show? Oh, well, it's easy. I'm doing a pasta with the lemons. So, well, so <laughs> Keep it simple. <laughs> of course it's simple. A little bit. There is so many different ways to do, but I do in a simple way. There is a boiled lemons, mince the lemons up, and do on a cream of lemon, head to the pasta with the butter, or just remove the skin, you boil the skin of the lemons and use as a stock. You add to the pasta to risotto. Mine is also another symbol, a little bit of garlic, a little bit of chili, a little extra virgin olive oil in a pan. Boil the pasta, throw inside the garlic and chili olive oil, saute little bits, knob of butter, butter and a squeeze of lemon. Lemon butter goes perfect marriage. Parmigiano Reggiano on top, and hallelujah. <laughs> Anybody who has seen you on television, Gennaro, will know that you're a big fan of good ingredients, yes. treating them well and not overcomplicating. Yes, it. no, you don't have to. It's the simplicity. Cooking simple is very difficult. You know, you have many times, you know, somebody catch a beautiful fish, let's pretend the fish can be meat, can be game, can be anything. Oh, which way I'm going to cook? Which fish is so fresh? Which way I'm going to cook? It's a fish. <laughs> which way? What do you want to taste? I want to taste the flavor of the fish. Cook the fish, just plain it. Just to grill and squeeze them. Be the lemon on top. Don't have a lemon if you don't like. Drizz a little bit of olive oil. Just crush a bit of garlic on top. Have a little bit of parsley. And then you will eat a fish. Very important that the fish is fresh. Fish does not smell. Yeah. Many people buy fish, go in a fish market, sometimes you can hear that smell. Mm, I will walk away. Yeah. Fish does not smell. When you buy nice fresh fish, cook any way you like it. But lemons will help to improve the flavor of the fish. This is just a fish. Meat, lovely steak, grill steak, barbecue. I'm sure you had it many times before. Just one side, the other side, you know, a few minutes. Perhaps you like, well done, I like mine. Enough raw, you know. I say, I'm, I'm with just you on that one. A little touch of salt, drizzle olive oil, a good olive oil, and a squeak or squeeze of a lemon on top. There is paradise. Yeah. 
what do you like to eat at home, Gennaro? Because everybody will read your books and, and the restaurants and, and obviously see you on television. And I think, oh, he must eat the top quality food all of the time. So what, what's your go-to? Have you got a secret thing that you, you, nobody knows that you eat at home? <laughs> I don't have a secret. Whatever there is, I, I use everything, almost, almost everything. When there is stuff inside the fridge, if you are a cook, you know, it's so simple. You get the stuff, get ingredients together. It's important to get a perfect marriage and ingredient. You open the fridge, I've got a few tomatoes. I don't have my tomato in the fridge. No, they go too cold and they lose their flavour, don't they? Why you put a tomato in the fridge? If you have tomato first, you don't put them in the fridge. Tomato bone where the sun is, where the sun kisses them every single day when it's hot. Got very thick skin. Leave them in a bowl for a week. You know, if you find one is not good, just chuck them away. It's got a few tomatoes. Easy. Little garlic inside the pan. Tomato goes in. If you go basil, put them in. Cook them for a few minutes. Boil the pasta. Throw inside. You have a lovely, you know, pasta with the fresh tomato sauce. But it's going to be... It's meat. You know, like anything. Here in England is beautiful. The, the game sister I do love. It's so many. You grill, you stew, everything. What I eat in my house? Simplicity. Perhaps if I cook too much, I will eat the day after. I was going to say, you have a lot of experience of, of living over here now and seeing food trends change. Changing and, a lot. and particularly the way that the British people in the UK, we approach food. I think people are getting more knowledgeable. Yes, they and, do. And would you say that the standard of, of food, of home cooking in Britain, has gone up over the past 20 years, for example? Fantastic. Yeah, indeed. Uh, I was also training in English cuisine, which is incredible. Who can beat in a beautiful Lancashire pot? I remember it was one of the first ones I learned how to make. Who can beat a lovely shepherd's pie? My goodness me! With all the lovely creaming of a potato on top, mashed potato on top. You can add a bit of pumpkin inside as well. <laughs> as makes it like that, you know. It's incredible. Fish and chips. When I come in England, I used to hate fish and chips. I said, how can these people, you know, have a lovely fish, they put some kind of paste around, and they cook, and they put a malt vinegar on top with a bit of salt. How? I will give them a five Michelin star to fish and chips now. How much I love, I really do. And uh, because if you do it the right way, yeah. it's fantastic. It is fantastic. And everything goes. I believe in England, the best time, for cooking and the knowledge of a food, I was not born yet, definitely not to you. Uh, it was Second World War, where there was very little from everything. Whatever you had, you knew where it came from, you know where the, the chicken come, come from, you know. There are no mass products, probably, yeah, the only chicken. Where the bacons come from, where the butters come from, or where the vegetable, probably you will have a lot of men everywhere. They help and, you know, exchange food. And they made this whole beautiful recipe that kept the culture full alive. Then the world finished, and God for that, you know, people are still, you know, do the old recipe. And then, you know, the, the 15, the 16, the 17, and then again, uh, Gennaro come in, other people are coming like Gennaro, let me show you how to do, let me show uh, how to, to done, you know, simple food uh, and, uh, you know, almost the people start to change, also traveling around the world, mm. they wanted uh, they wanted to see that when in Italy, when in Spain, they went in any part of Europe, in France, they see all this beautiful, all today, everybody's 50, 55, and, 
they really love to see the European food. You know, the pizza come alive, the spaghetti come alive, all different shape of pasta come alive, all different way to cook the vegetable. So has what well, they left a little bit behind those beautiful English recipe, which they're so beautiful. Now they start to coming back again. They start coming back again, start coming back again. And with English cuisine, it's nothing wrong at all. But you have to know how to make it properly, and you will enjoy that. Um, there's your good friend Jamie Oliver um, has, has, refer- has, has referenced you a lot, and he very openly says that you are a massive inspiration to him. Um, what would you have been had you not been a chef? Chef. That's it. That's all you ever wanted to do. Nothing. Let me tell you a little story. Why I am uh, a cook. I want to be chef when I'm 100 years old. Yeah, you give me a chance to live a little bit more. <laughs> you know, a little long. I, I come from a family, uh, like every other family in Italy, everybody cooks, and grandma cooks, grandfather cooks, father cooks, sister cooks, you know. You cannot help, you know, to see what they were doing. You know, but you don't want to become a cook. A cook is so simple. A cook goes inside the restaurant, if it's restaurant cook, goes early in the morning, cooks all day, put his jacket on, go home the next day. That's simple, in the kitchen. In the old day, you never complained that something was wrong to the, to the chef. You used to complain to the waiter. <laughs> so the waiter was the chef and was the cook. You know, and uh, used to report in the kitchen, but doesn't matter, you know. But become a trend, you know, like a football celebrity and uh, all the cook celebrity. And uh, yes, I must have been about the age of 10. My father and mother, we had a shop in my hometown in Minori, in Amalfi Coast, where my father had customers all over the hills around Amalfi Coast. And in those days, you had to walk up to the hills, that was kind of mountains, for the customers which they live above. And one day, my mom, she was busy inside the shop. She asked to my father if uh, I can go with him. And my father said, yes, but halfway next village, he stopped to his friend, Alfonso, which he had a restaurant, and I liked it. And my father said, do you want to look after him? If, uh, uh, today I pick him up in the afternoon and I fell in love with the restaurant. My father picked me up in the afternoon, but it was three years later. <laughs> and you were hooked by then, that was I, it? Uh, but, yeah, he did pick me up in the afternoon, but I liked it so much that now and again I used to go there in the kitchen. In those days, you know, that, that was easy. Everybody could work in the kitchen. There was no law or regulation. Nobody could hurt for something or cut a finger or anything. My job was to run on the yard, get, get all the chicken, you know, and uh, when the chef wants, I have to do everything. Cause I have to bring the chicken to the chef and they probably will cook. My, my job was uh, just to clean a little bit around or look what he was doing, or, or because he used to make his own bread as well. Uh, yes, you know, I stayed there quite a few years. And when I was about uh, 15, just start working restaurants and then another restaurant and another one, another one. You travel all over the Italy, you know, you come in England, so they send you back because I was too small. Then coming back again and then working over in Italy. It was an exciting life, uh, but always in the kitchen. What I'm doing now, 
I'm still a cook. What I wanted to be if I didn't was not a cook, what I would have been. I don't know. You know, you have a you have a many dreams when a young boy. You want to be scientist, you want to be a farmer, you want to be a fishman, you want to be a gamekeeper because that were end pains. You know, every every you want to do so many jobs. But I come to the conclusion, no, I wanted to be a cook again. I'm glad that you did. You bring so much pleasure to so many people, Gennaro. We could talk forever, couldn't we? We could just sit here and go for the rest of the day. You've got a very, very busy day uh, coming up. Yes, uh, And don't forget the um, Gennaro's Limoni. Limoni Limoni books. Absolutely brilliant. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you in the studio with Gennaro. Enjoy the rest of your time at uh, Birmingham. Thank you very much.